This is the Matt Blake Show, Tenor. I'm Matt. And I'm Tenor. And welcome to season two, everyone. Season two, new beginnings, bigger and better things. Yee. You know now, what's about to happen. For season two, we have two special guests. Number one, you know him. You love him. Some of you. It's sports analyst Luke Reeser. How's it going? Pleasure to be here, Matt. Thanks for having me, Tenor. Stop petting me. You're welcome. Welcome back. Now, guest number two. He's bigger. He's better. Some call him Lil Ponches the Tank, but we call him O, the O Show. What's up, boys? Thanks oh. for having me. Oh, and are hey. you actually releasing hey, your welcome. own podcast? Well, the O Show, we'll see. Like, if I'm a permanent member of this podcast, the O Show might never happen. I mean, you're just a We might miss guest. some greatness. I am sure. a special guest, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're a special guest, and you've been on every Matt, episode, so... What are we starting with today? I think it is only fitting to start with the Super Bowl, considering of how an exciting game it was. Let's get into that. Luke, we'll start with you, because you are an NFL analyzer. <coughs> what do you think of the Super Bowl? Well, I'm going to be honest. I thought Sam Fran had in the bag... I can't say I was cheering for them as a Cowboys fan. I didn't want them to have more Super Bowls than them. But they did seem like they were the stronger team for three quarters. But in the fourth quarter, Patrick Mahomes did his thing. Patrick Mahomes, you know, he didn't feel like himself before. And uh, <laughs> he didn't do his thing. And I agree with that. In the fourth quarter, he really enhanced his game and stepped up his game. So that he could lead the Kansas City Chiefs to a Super Bowl victory over the 49ers. Thanks for your input, Tanner. But Owen, honest, what do you think? Like, I was kind of hyped that the, the Chiefs won because those cocky 49ers fans thought they could have more Super Bowls than the Steelers. So Patrick Mahomes came in with the dub and told the fans to nize their beaks. <laughs> I agree with that. Owen. I like for, relating things to the, the fans. The 49ers have yeah. four Super Bowls. They would have five. Or they would... No, have they the have five amount, right they have now. Five. They would have the same amount of Super Bowls as Steelers. So yeah, I know, and I can't have that. So, we so needed... that's where the nizing of the beaks come in. Yes, because the it. Chiefs, we wanted the Chiefs to win. Yeah, so they don't like... really. They're kind of like an underground team, yeah. coming in. True, to, true. Very under the ground tunnel like. As um, Anneli Chapa once said, he was ready to step. Patrick Mahomes was also ready to step as he came out with that big dub. I agree with that statement. I thought the 49ers had it in the bag when they're up 10, but, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he did what he did against Houston and dominated. Get out of here, Ravens. Yes. Yes, the Ravens were in the playoffs. Moving yeah. on. What did you guys think of the halftime show? I mean, it was uh, interesting. It was pretty good. There's a lot of uh, moving of the butts. Yeah, and... there's a lot of booty. <laughs> <laughs> And also, there's a guy, this white guy in a do-rag that no one knows who he is, but, you know, he was there. The music was pretty good. The music, it, was very, it, it was, was very awful, Cuban. Actually. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. They should yeah. have had Travis Scott, like, last I year. I can see the NFL, you know, they're trying to incorporate their Spanish audience with a lot of Spanish rapping. Yeah, but different I'm, culture. But, like, America, like, like that's who watches it most of the time. So, the NFL I thought they should have had uh, should have had some rap in there, but it's whatever. They the had some uh, Spanish go- rap, but... Like, I didn't know who the guy was. Shut up. He was kind of an idiot. Get him off the stage, please. Oh, that was Daddy Yankee. <laughs> oh, it was Daddy Yankee, yeah. So, he was in a Justin Bieber song. Like, he's a pretty known guy. 
Thank you, Owen. Now, moving on to the newest league around town, the XFL. Sports analyst Luke Reeser, give us some knowledge. Well, the one game I watched was the Seattle Battlehawks versus the DC Defenders. I'm not going to lie, it just seemed like a little bit better game of college. I feel like it's like a Walmart NFL. It kind of is like a Walmart NFL. I would say it's worse than college because I feel like they don't have the conditioning as good of coaches. You know? Yeah, and I like watching BGSU play in college. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy college more. I would say some of the rule Go changes orange. the NFL needs to pick up are the kickoffs because kickoffs are unsafe and they're talking about removing them entirely. But they should just make it the XFL way, you know? The XFL with their less collisions, less people getting hurt. And they could have some big plays, you know? That's true. The XFL now is actually, it seems safer than the NFL. But when the XFL came out in 2000, it was, it was kind of the opposite. Yeah. Sorry there, everyone, but there's actually a quick little <laughs> fact check. Luke Reister, sports analyst, said that it was the Seattle Battlehawks, but it's actually the Seattle Dragons and the St. Louis Battlehawks. smart guy he is. <laughs> you guys have to look that up. I've, I've got to say I'm pretty excited for the fact checks because from watching previous episodes of the Map Lake Show with Tanner, Luke Reister gets every fact wrong. <laughs> As I like to say... In a famous man of Vince Lombardi's words, he said, once you learn to quit, it becomes a habit. Maybe Luke Research should consider that. Consider quitting. You're literally reading it off the internet. Okay, okay, let's move on. Let's talk about the NBA. Awesome. We'll see you guys after the break. Okay, so I wanted to start this uh, NBA section off with a, a little saying because my favorite basketball player, Nate Bennett, he really inspires me out there. He really shows big mountains are easy to climb if you put your mind to it, and sticks and stones can't break his bones. Thank you. I like that quote. Way better than the one that Nate was going to read off the internet. No, I said that quote. I said that one. In okay, moving on. Class. Uh, Miles Turner has been really putting on a show lately, but Russell Westbrook and James Harden have kind of been like... They've been surprising because... At the start of the season, I was like, oh, these two ball hogs couldn't do anything on the same team. But then I remembered they did play together in OKC, so they are friends. But anyway, we all know James Harden has a nice J, but Russell Westbrook wears nice J's. So James Harden must have said to Russell Westbrook, you may have nice J's, but I have a better J. I like it. What about um, another very or not very popular NBA player who plays for the Pistons? Oh, well... His name's Langston Galloway, and that's going to start our next segment. That is correct. Now, we have the one, the only, Osho, starting off our new segment that could be a fan favorite. It's called Keeping Up with Langston. Go ahead, Osho. Take it away. Let's start here with our boy Langston Galloway. He's pretty nice on the floor. But you may be asking, why have you guys dedicated a whole segment to Langston Galloway? He's only a second-string point guard from the Detroit Pistons. That's kind of a random thing. The reason, I, the reason I wanted to do this whole segment, because no string is too small for Langston Galloway. Why is no string too small for Langston Galloway? Because he loves the kids, and kids are good. But he also dedicates his time to basketball and working out in the gym. Lately, he's not been dropping very many points. Mind you, he is a bench player, but he's only dropping around nine. But in previous games, he's dropped 17 and 15, back to back. I think he's been dropping that many points in those two games because Blake Griffin actually started to pass the ball. 
Reggie Jackson is so annoying as well. He doesn't pass. I know Reggie's a bit of a selfish player, but if you're not even passing to Langston Galloway and other players on the team, how do you expect to win games? These are some hot takes. This is why the Pistons aren't the number one team, even though they have the skill to be. Anyway, Langston is a really good guy, and I, I just wanted to share my input with him. Let's move on to the next segment. Awesome. I love this segment. On to our next segment, Fight Night. How do you guys feel about the Jake Paul Enison Gibb fight? I was kind of upset when Enison Gibb got TKO'd in the first round, but let's hear your opinions. Well, I mean, like, Enison Gibb, his fighting form, I don't think the training really showed due to um, an odd squatting position he had when he was fighting. Yeah, he kind of looked like Antonio Brown on Dancing with the Stars. He kind of did. Jake Paul just seemed a lot more confident than him, and now. I'm honestly glad Jake Paul won a little bit just because I want to see KSI beat his butt in a fight. But you know what? Another fight's raging. The storm is brewing for Antonio Brown versus Logan Paul. We don't know if it's actually going to happen, but Logan Paul just dropped a diss track. And How'd you guys feel about that track? It's crazy. And there's also beef on Twitter. There's also some more beef after Antonio Brown apparently beats Logan Paul. He's going on to a YouTuber named Destroying who he's suing for using his name in his videos. Even though Antonio Brown and Destroying, also known as Donald Delahaye, made a video together. Yes. Wait, is, is he actually doing that? Yes. Yeah, he is. Destroying. I watched that video. It was a good video. It was. It was I just don't... receiver against defensive back, and it was just Destroying trying to guard Antonio Brown. It was a nice video. I don't know why he would do that, but... Also, after Antonio Brown invited over his house... He met his kids and his wife and his grandma, but yet Antonio Brown refuses to pretend like he's their friends. I don't know why. It's whatever, though. Anyway, the fight talk was really interesting, but let's talk about golf. I know this was a long time ago, but how'd you guys feel about Tiger winning the Masters after having back issues and a DUI? I think it's probably one of the gr greatest comebacks of... Uh, Luke, the Masters haven't even happened yet. Nate, we're talking about last year. Stupid. Tinnit, yeah. come on. It was almost as great of a comeback as the Patriots against the Atlanta Falcons. That was a great game. I know. Even though I went to bed at halftime. I, I went to bed and woke up, and the Falcons were losing. It crushed my spirit. Since as when I went to bed, the game was a blowout for the, by the Falcons. As a Patriots hater, I was hey. very disappointed in the Falcons. Same. As How a Patriots hater. How that hard? As a Patriots hater, I've said to the Falcons, see you later. And did you know that Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons? He just blew that lead, and then he's the head coach of the 49ers and blew a 10-point lead in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Wow. Kyle Shanahan, get out of the NFL, buddy. It's been, a rough it's been a rough 10 years for him. Yeah, but you know who it's not been a rough year for? Andy Reid. It has been rough. What a great guy. It's been rough, but talking about comebacks, he made a nice comeback as he just won the Super Bowl. On his way to glory. He has a nice stash as well. Almost good as Gardner Minshew's. Some would call him a oversized walrus. But I would call him... A nice guy. A nice guy. I like, I like how that. you predicted what I was going to say there. He is a nice guy. After the AFC's championship, guess what he did? He had a cheeseburger and went to bed. That's what I do after a nice baseball game. Anyway... How about we talk about some ping pong? Pongfinity just came out with a new video. Uh, showing. 
Good call, Jenner. On to the next segment. This segment, we will be talking about the NHL. And it was a bit of scary circumstances last night in the NHL. Defenseman for the St. Louis Blues, Jay Bomeister, passed out on the bench, and they ended up having to cancel the game. I hope he recovers. Some would say he was unconscious. And it, it uh, like, really struck the wrong string for me because Jay Bomeister created my favorite mobile game, Bowmasters. And I really love that game, and I don't know if it will continue due to his medical conditions. Well, that guy, he seems like a nice guy, and I hope he recovers. Yeah, and- whatever. I think he's a... <laughs> Don't be respecting. Don't be disrespecting my guy like that. No, I'm trying to. He I was made trying to master. Say, Luke does. Luke doesn't even know what happened. I was watching that game live, and I'm just saying all all my prayers go to his family. Oh, I didn't know what happened. Passed out on the bench. Yeah, even Miguel Grabowski posted a Twitter post saying, uh, he he hopes he feels better as he's played against him and their longtime friends. <clears throat> I love to see respect circulate around the league. That's what you don't see in other leagues like did, the NBA or the NFL. Well, you do kind of see that because as Kobe just passed, all the NBA players really, really went out of their way to respect and love Kobe. Um, it That's was true. Also, in the XFL, did you see the mouth guard, the 28 or the 24 and 8 mouth guard to respect Kobe? I really love how the world, love the world really loves Kobe and that tragic event really, really Struck hurt the world. Strings. Yeah. So... Uh, it's like someone took some scissors and just cut people's hearts in half. Yeah. One one could say that, Tanner. My condolences go out to Kobe's wife and family because it's really sad of the passing of Gianna and Kobe and all the other people on board that helicopter that day. Moving on. <clears throat> I was really happy that uh, Grabo reached out to... <laughs> <laughs> Grabster. <laughs> Jay Bowmeister. You already mentioned that. I know, but... It's your boy Shaba. But, like, when Grabo was on the Leafs, he was just such a kind and respectful human. And when he moved to the New York Islanders, I was sad because he wasn't on the Canadian news as much. So I couldn't really see his respectfulness. But right when Jay Bowmeister fainted, Grabo did the right thing. You love to see that respect, as we already said. Now, it's getting time to wrap up this show. I hope you fans were entertained. Let's end it off with a quick quote. How good can we expect to be if our best player is not our teammate? Brad Stevens, coach of the Boston Celtics. Thanks for exploring that clo- quote. I really like it. But, I know. Uh, I, it's, think, it's I think really calm. the wrong it's, person at the end there. It's really... That real, was from, uh, <laughs> really from Trey Young, so... No, it was really Brad Stevens, right, coach of the Boston Celtics. Matt and Tanner, okay. thank you for having me you know, on, on the show. On the yeah, show. We, I really enjoyed being here. Lots of giggles. And uh, <laughs> uh, I hope to be on the next show or see you guys next show. I yeah. heard Racket Man, Grant Cunningham, might be coming on the show. Maybe. With, no spoilers. With more giggles. But it would be interesting to see how Stiffle. he's going to do. Anyway, I would like to say one last quote, too, because I might never be on the show again. If you're not on the set... You're off the set. If you don't take off, you've never taken off. If you don't quavo, you're a lama. Migos. I like that. <laughs> That's a good quote. Thanks for watching. Wait. Scrat, you're going down. Your French project's gonna suck. You know I'm better than you at football. I'm a fan of the Canucks. You're a fan of Montreal. They're garbage. Wanna brawl?
But Giannis, he just bullies people. 